both here and hereafter. But the mind of the Holy Spirit, the mind of the Spirit is the mind of the Holy Spirit. To be spiritually minded is to have the mind of the Holy Spirit. Simple. With the mind of Christ. It's life. It's soul peace, both now and hereafter. Now this is because the mind of the flesh, with its carnal thoughts, purposes, and impulses, is hostile to God. Many times it will choose a way that seems right even though the end thereof is destruction, it will try to make you do what, you, what, what it thinks you ought to do by reasoning and by whatever, but in fact, it is not necessarily the Spirit of God. It's hostile to God, and it does not submit itself to God's law. Indeed, it cannot, because they that are in the flesh cannot please God, but you are not in the flesh. You are in the Spirit, if indeed God is in you. Amen? I'm saying that to say, to bring out the fact that this, to get an understanding of the flesh nature being programmed by that sinful fallen nature and it wanna takes you that way. But you've got to change it. You've got to change the programming. That's what it means when it says don't be conformed to the world. Don't walk as mere men. Don't walk, don't walk according to the Gentiles in the vanity of their mind. That's what it's talking about. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind programmed, you got to change the programming to what? To that of the new man. To that of the new man. Glory to God. The answer is what Jesus said. Take my yoke upon you. Take my yoke. Let's put it another way. It's as if Jesus says, get out of the way and let me do it. Let me answer the door. When the thief comes, when he, let me answer the door. And when the, I mean, when the thief and the murderer, and when he comes and Jesus answers the door, what do you think the enemy is going to do? This is the guy that crushed my head. <laughs> but to let Jesus answer the door and to take his yoke upon you, it is, that's what's called grace. But you see, there's an understanding. Your, your Bible says, Paul says, I don't have any confidence in the flesh. It is coming to a place where you recognize it's not about willpower. It's not about me. It's not about my, it is about really getting into this place of reliance and trust and dependence on him and that life. I can of myself do nothing. It is to lean, and to, but to lean on that grace takes faith. Romans chapter 4 verse 6, he said, it is of faith that it might be by grace. This way this promise is available to everyone. It is of faith. This grace letting the life of God and the power of God and letting, letting Jesus taking his yoke, that is grace. And to do that, it takes faith. We are saved by grace through faith, not of works as any man should boast. It is a gift. Amen. That is why, you know, Jesus says, only believe. Only believe. You got to believe according to the word. You got to believe that I can of myself do nothing. You got to believe and have that confidence that what he has finished is so. Amen? You've got to have, you, you got to believe right. Amen? But let's come, we'll come back to that. This is still in, in my head, so let me go back there. Ephesians chapter 4. It's still, it's still, it's talking to me. Ephesians chapter 4. <laughs> I was saying that the flesh has been programmed by the sinful nature and 
That programming must be changed. Changed to what? Changed to that program of the new man. Amen. All right, let's put it this way. Ephesians chapter 4. Let me just scan a couple of verses. Verse 16. Oh, Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 15. That you may grow up into him. That's in verse 15. That you may grow up into the head, which is Christ. Verse 17. Therefore, I testify to you in the Lord that from here on you don't walk as other Gentiles, people that are without God, that don't know God. You don't walk as the other Gentiles walk. You don't be conformed to this world. You don't walk as mere men in the vanity of their minds, having their understanding darkened and alienated. Verse 20. But you have not so learned Christ. Because you see, that's your life. Your life is Christ. You've got to take on his yoke. What have you learned? Jesus, Jesus says, take my yoke. Learn of me. Learn of me. I'm meek. I'm lowly in heart. Learn of me. And if you can get a hold of that, hey, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. So he said, but you've not so learned Christ, the vanity of the man. That's not how you've learned him. But if so be that you have heard him, been taught by him, and as the truth is in Jesus, and that you put off, strip off, strip off. You know how you strip a piece of um, 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 wood? If you want to refinish it, man, you got to burn it sometimes. You got to sand it. You got to grate it sometimes to get that old layer off before you could refinish it. So it says, strip off, put off concerning the former conversation, the old man. That was the one that was programmed according to that nature, right? That sinful nature, fallen nature. Which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you put on the new man. Put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So what are you to be programmed now to? That new man. Wherefore you put away the lying and the speaking every man truth with his neighbor. Because we are members of one another. Be angry and sin not. Let, no, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Don't give any place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more. All works of the flesh. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But what is good to building up that it might minister grace. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Don't tie up the Holy Spirit hands so that he's, he, he's, he's hindered from doing what he wants to do. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking, put it away from you, works of the flesh. Be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sakes, has forgiven you. What is all that saying? It is saying, strip off that, don't be conformed to that old man. Don't let that flesh rule, but rather walk in the spirit, have, be, be, be reprogrammed according to the new man. Amen? Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Romans chapter 13. And verse 13. Let us walk honestly as in the day. Not in rioting and drunkenness. Not in chambering and wantonness. Not in strife and envying. But put ye on the Lord Jesus and make no provision for what? For the flesh. To fulfill the lust thereof. Amplified. Let us live and conduct ourselves 
honorably and becomingly as in the open light of day, not in reveling, carousing, drunkenness, not in, in, in immorality and debauchery, sensuality, licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy, but clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and make no provisions for indulging the flesh. Remember those impulses. But put a stop to thinking about the evil cravings of your physical nature. But you see, sometimes when we think of the flesh, we put the flesh into the gutter. And we, put, we think of the flesh, and we think of the cravings of the flesh, we think about a whole lot of uncleanness, and we don't recognize the other impulses. We don't recognize those other things that are not of the spirit, that is not walking in the spirit. So, how, are we, how, are we gonna, how do we walk in the spirit? Colossians chapter 2. We got to answer that question. Amen. Because that is the answer. Colossians chapter 2. Glory to God. How do we walk in the spirit? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 2. Verse 6. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus. How did you receive him? You are saved by what? Grace through faith. Isn't that right? As you have received Christ Jesus the Lord. So walk ye in him. As you have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk ye in him. Walk in him. Walk where? Walk where? Walk in Christ by faith. That's how you got saved. Walk in Christ by faith. Paul said in Philippians 3 verse 9, that I might be found in him, not having my own righteousness of the law. Walk in Christ if you abide in me. Walk in Christ by faith. In other words, you must not be found you must be found in him. You must not be found outside of him. The reason why it says the works of the when it talks about the works of the flesh and it says they shall not inherit the kingdom of God is because the operation is outside of him. Are you with me? Amen? That I might be found in him. That's why I got to walk in the spirit. Don't be caught outside of him Walk in the spirit. Remember how in First Peter chapter 5 verse 9, it says how all your brethren suffer the same affliction. What is that affliction? It is that pressure that caused you to come out of him. <laughs> Amen? To come out of him and operate in the works of the flesh. To come out of him and not walk in Christ. As you have received Christ, so walk in him. Walk in Christ by faith. First John 2, 6 says, He that says... He that says he abides in him ought himself also to walk even as he walked. We're coming closer, aren't we? Amen? We're talking about, in other words, <laughs> you, you abide in Christ? Walk like Christ. Walk in Christ. In other words, walk the walk. <laughs> walk the walk and do it in Christ. Walk the walk in Christ. First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 3 says, this is what you don't do. Don't walk as mere men. Romans 12 verse 2 says, this is what you don't do. Don't be conformed to the world. Ephesians 4 verse 17 says, this is what you don't do. Don't walk as the other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. Amen? So how should you walk? <laughs> walk in the spirit. What do you mean walk in the spirit? Well, to walk in the spirit is to walk, and the Father seeks such to worship him, am I right? The Father seeks such to fellowship with him.
to partner with him, to live and, and, and to have that participation with him. Them that will worship him in what? Spirit and truth. What does it mean to walk in the spirit? Ephesians, we just read it. I'm going to read it again. In Ephesians chapter 4, reading from verse 21, it says, As you have heard him, and have you been taught by him, and as the truth is in Jesus, strip off the former conversation and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new man. So what does it mean to walk in the spirit? It means that you are to walk as who you really are in Christ. It means that you are to walk and, 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 and according to the reality of the unseen world. You got to walk according to who God is. They're the, if you're going to deal with God, you got to believe he is and that he's a rewarder. You got to recognize that there is an enemy. And when you recognize that there is an enemy, who will also work through people? But yet you're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Walking in the spirit is, 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 all, is all a reality. It is who you are, but it is, who, it is walking according to who God is, who the enemy is. And for that reason, the Bible also says in Colossians chapter 4 and verse 5, it says, walk in wisdom. Towards them that are without redeeming the time. That's an interesting phrase, right? Walk in wisdom because hey, there's a devil. There's God. There's angels. There's demons. And there's a reality of who you are. Walk according to the reality, not of what is seen, but what is not seen. The things that are seen are temporal, but the things that are not seen are eternal. Amen? We walk by faith and not by sight. And you are to fight this good fight of faith. And part of that fight is to stay as who you are. It's to stay in your righteousness. To not let condemnation. It is to stay in this place where it's not you, but it's him. And you're walking according to him. So again, what does it mean to walk in the spirit? I'm just going to give you about eight things and maybe a little later on we can come back and expand each of them. But let's just talk about a few of them. Well, we already mentioned one of them. To walk in the new man. Say walk in the new man. Now Galatians chapter 6 and verse 16 says, And as many as walk according to this rule. Well, let me read the verse before. In Christ Jesus, it's not circumcision that avails anything. It's not circumcision that produces. Nor is it uncircumcision. What is it that avails? It's a new creation. It is the new creation. Amen? It is the new creation that avails. Verse 16. And as many as walk according to this rule. What rule? That it is the new creation that avails. Peace be on him. Wholeness. Everything reconciled to God's original intent and mercy. So walk according to what? The new man. Romans chapter 6 verse 4 puts it this way. Romans chapter 6 verse 4 says, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. And that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. We should walk as those who have been raised up together with Christ and made to sit together with Christ in heavenly place. We are to walk in the resurrection life. Walk in the newness of life. What are we saying? Walk in the new man according to the new man. Number two, love. 
Say love. Say love somebody. <laughs> All right. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 2 says, Be therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also had loved us, and had given himself for us a what? Offering and a sacrifice. Mm, there's something about sacrifice that goes on the altar. <laughs> Isn't that right? Something about sacrifice that goes on the altar. And the Bible says, to God, it's a sweet smelling savor. Smells good in the nostrils of God when you say no to flesh, when you say no to self. But saying no to self is what is necessary to walk in love. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? So walk in love. Now remember, you are love in your spirit, man. You're filled with the love of God. Your spirit, man, is the embodiment of love, of the love of God. It is not what we read in, in 1 Corinthians chapter, I mean, Romans 13, verse 13, uh, about um, where it says in Romans 13, verse 13, you don't need to turn to it. It calls it in Romans 13, verse 13, to walk honestly as in the day. It calls it walking honestly. As in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness and da 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 da, da but put on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's talking about walking in love. Number three, walk in the light. First John 1 7 says, Walk in the light as he is in the light, and the blood of Jesus will cleanse you from all sin. Does it say that? Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8 says, You were sometimes darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. In other words, you are light, walk like it. You are you live in the spirit, walk in the spirit. You are free indeed, get a hold of that truth and, and do it. And you'll experience that. Can you see this faith stuff? Faith says it is. Faith says it's done. Faith acknowledges every good thing that is in you in Christ. Faith, the Bible says the, that that is the acknowledgement of the truth that produces what? Godliness. Titus 1, verse 1. Alright? So walk in the light. Number four, walk by faith. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7, we walk by faith and not by sight. To walk by faith and not by sight is, 1 Corinthians 3, 3, to not walk as mere men. <laughs> to walk as mere men is the exact opposite to walking by faith. To walk by faith is consistent with 2 Corinthians 4, 17, where we're not looking at what's seen, but on the things that are not seen. Because we're walking in the spirit, according to the realm of the spirit. Amen? Knowing, as it says in Ephesians 6 verse, verse 12, that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world. Walk, it's all walking in the spirit. All of it, walking in love, walking in the new man, walking in the light, walking by faith, that's walking in the spirit. It's walking according to the spirit. It's doing what the word of God says. It's true, walking according to truth. The Bible says in John, in third epistle of John verse 4, it says, it says, there is no greater joy that a father has, but that to hear that his children are walking in truth. What is the truth? The truth is what Jesus has finished. The truth is the fact that you were crucified with Christ. The truth is that, that, is that this, your spirit man is life because of righteousness. The truth is that um, you were raised up with him, you were made to sit together with him. The life you now have is the life of Christ. The truth is you've got that divine nature. Hallelujah. Number six, you are to walk according to the word. Psalms 119 verse 105 says the word is what? A lamp unto your 
feet so you know where you stand and a light onto your path so you know to, to where to take the next step. <laughs> That's called walking in the word. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Second Corinthians 4 verse 13 puts it this way. It says we have the same spirit of faith according as it is written. According as it is what? Written. We believe and therefore speak according as it is written. Amen. According as it is written before him whom he believed. Walking according to the word. Jesus said in John 6, 63, My word is what? Spirit and life. The flesh profits nothing, but my word is spirit and life. Walk according to the word. Amen. Colossians 1, and then number 7. says, walk worthy of the Lord. In other words, work in a, walk in a manner that brings honor to God. Well, the Bible says in, 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 um, in, in Ecclesiastics that when you walk, that you are to walk in the, the... This is the whole commandment, that you love God, know that you what? That you obey, that you fear the Lord and keep His commandments. So to walk, to walk worthy of the Lord is to walk in the fear of the Lord. Amen? And then number eight, and I, like, I particularly like this one, especially for us New Covenant folks. Philippians chapter 3, verse 18 says, Paul says, um, verse 17, Brethren, be followers together of me, and mark them which walk, so as you have, you have us for an example. Because you see, there are many that walk, of whom I have told you often, and now I tell you even weeping, that they are enemies of the cross. They aren't walking in harmony with the cross. They are walking in a way that is contrary and conflicting and as a betrayal of the truth of the cross. They are walking in a way that is a betrayal of, of, of the fact that they have been crucified with Christ. The old man has been buried. They, they have been raised up. The life they now have is the life of Christ, etc., etc., etc. They are not walk, they are walking as enemies of the cross. The Amplified says, they walk and they live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Okay. The Amplified didn't amplify it. So then, in other words, to walk in the Spirit again is to walk according to the cross. Right? And, and those are just about eight different things. There's more. But it just tells you. In other words, when, when the Bible tells us about our walk, it really means it. In Ephesians chapter 5, just to conclude this, in Ephesians chapter 5, it puts it this way in verse, in verse 15. It says, see then. Well, let me read verse 14. Wherefore, awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, Redeeming the time. There is that phrase again. Redeeming the time. The Amplified says, Look carefully then how you walk. Live purposefully. And worthily. And accurately. Obviously, that's according. Worthy of the Lord. In the fear of the Lord. In the newness of life. All the things that we've been talking about. With purpose. What is your purpose? The manifestation of the life of Christ. And accurately, not as the unwise and the witless, but as wise, 
sensible, intelligent people. As we said in Colossians um, 4 verse 5, I think it says, walk in wisdom. Now, it says, now, and I'm just letting the word do most of the talking today. If we were to pick, uh, if we were to talk about our own personal lives and different things that happen in our lives and in the lives of every individual, we'll find all kinds of stuff that we can plug into this and relate. All kinds of stuff. Because there isn't any of us that, that, that is flawless, that don't have areas in our personality and in our character that is flowing out of the flesh, flowing out of the works of the flesh and its impulses. And as a result, we have these flaws, these character flaws and shortcomings. Every one of us is guilty to one degree or another. But is there a way out? Walk in the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says, There is no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus who are not walking after the flesh, but after the Spirit. You know when a building is condemned? I mean you a building like that. When a building is condemned, it means it's on the chopping block. <laughs> It means it is destined to be torn down. It means it is not livable. Well, you're not under condemnation. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Does that mean that when we're walking after the flesh, there is an element of where it's not good? The works of the flesh are these. It might seem right, but the end thereof is destruction. It's end... But walk in his spirit and there is no condemnation. There is now no condemnation to them that walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. And then in verse 8 it says the righteousness of the law. Everything that the righteous that the law would, would, would demand or desire is fulfilled in those who are walking not after the flesh but after the spirit. Amen. So what should we say to all these things? How, what, what do we, obviously there is a growing process. There is a growing, there is a maturing. But Colossians 3 verse 1 says, If you then be risen with Christ, are you risen with Christ? Seek those things which are above. Aim, seek, seek the truth. The eternal treasures that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your affection, set your mind, and keep them set. On what's above, the higher things, pressing for that mark, not on the things that are earthly and, 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 and sensual and devilish, not the things that are of mere men, not, not in the vanity of the mind according to the Gentiles. If you be dead, your life is hid with Christ, for you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. And as I said, we don't know everything. We don't know everything. We are to walk according to the Spirit according to who we are, according to who God is, according to the enemy, according to, 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 to how it is in the realm of the spirit, not according to what it looks like. We walk by faith and not by sight, we, but, but to that which is eternal. And we don't know everything. So while we are still learning, we got to keep learning. We got to grow in grace. We got to feed on the word. We got to find out what the word says. We got to walk according to love, according to the word, according to the truth. But in the midst of it all, while we are still in this process, we are to be led by the spirit of God. Amen? Romans 8 verse, verse 40 says, The sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. And it also says, Because we desire that leading, and we need to develop in that sensitivity and in that hearing, it says, Don't be drunk with wine, but be continually filled with the Spirit. 
Amen? Continually filled with the Spirit. So that you might understand what the will of the Lord is. Don't be drunk with wine, but be continually filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Building yourself up in the most holy faith. Praying in other tongues. Be led. Be filled. Follow the Holy Ghost. Be filled with the word. Grow in grace. Hallelujah. So walk in the spirit. And you will not fulfill the impulses of the flesh. And what happens is that you'll be able to rise up. Above those character flaws that want to keep us earthbound. They want to keep us earthbound so that we live like mere men. Not men that are seated at the Father's right hand in Christ. Not men that are far above our principalities and power. They want to keep us earthbound so that the enemy has access. Amen? Take the enemy into an arena where he can't function. Where he's already been cast out. That's where we're seated. Hallelujah.